randomly generated conversations the podcast where we take a random uh, conversation starter and see where the conversation goes from there i'm wesley sowers i'm here with my son bastion hello as well as my wife mabel hello this podcast is on apple podcast it's on spotify as well as amazon music on spotify we do have a poll each week uh feel free to participate in that let us know your thoughts all right today's topics are would you be willing to reduce your lifespan by 10 years to become rich and famous would you rather be granted three wishes of your choice 10 years from today or granted one wish today what do you usually eat in the morning would you rather lose an arm or a leg and are you a pessimist or an optimist? All right. Would you be willing to reduce your lifespan by 10 years to become rich and famous? No. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so. Is it the lifespan that I'm going to have right now or the lifespan of rich and famous? So if I'm rich and I'm able to pay for preservation of my life down the road then if I could naturally preserve myself with money over to like 150 years old because the technology is going to advance and we're going to have all these advances in medicine then reducing by 10 years would make it 140 if I'm going as I am right now and only going to live till 70 and I'm reducing that down to 60 but yet, I still rich and famous. Well, then I may not want to. But <laughs> but if I could, um, but if I'm reducing the extended lifespan from my unlimited wealth, not saying all wealthy people are healthy, but <laughs> let's say that so many years down the road we make advances to where we can, you know, freeze parts of our bodies or our organs to last for longer or whatever then I definitely would do that <laughs> but in general if I was to take 10 years off of it right now just for some fame I don't think I would trade 10 years of my life for that yeah I agree that I wouldn't trade 10 years of my life due to if you think about it you could you don't know when you're gonna die you don't know when it's gonna happen so basically, cutting 10 years off that, you could be, oh, you're going to, not saying this is ever going to happen, you're going to die at like 40, right? You cut 10 years off that, you're going to die at 30. Because you never, that's yeah, true, you, you never, never know. know when. So what if I'm on the list to die five years from now, and by saying I reduce it by 10 years, then I'm reducing it to five years ago? Hmm. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Would you be willing to reduce your year, your life span by 10 years to become rich and famous? No, I don't want to be rich or famous. Well, maybe rich, yes, but not famous. And I think that being famous is... Big responsibility, and I could not live my life the way I would like to because I had to live by the expectations of others. You bring up a good point with the uh, famous there. I think 
richness is one thing, but with fame, you almost give up some of your freedom to be controlled by others. Because if you don't impress those that made you famous and they turn their back on you, then where does all your fame go? Where has that gotten you? So you continually have to live to the mold that they create for you. Yeah, and this is slightly off topic, but this is what it kind of reminded me of famous. So we had a question in class one time, and it was, would you rather live with, like, no, well, live with no privacy and no crime? Like, have no privacy at all and have no crime? Or do you you live with all crime and all privacy? And I was thinking, well, if you did all crime and all privacy, it's just going to end up, you're going to be having no privacy because they're going to figure out a way. So if you did the, so sort of being famous is like that first one, even though you don't want to go it, sometimes you end up that way, like famous when you go down a certain path. There are so many paths in life that you don't know. You could stumble onto the path of becoming rich and famous and stumble back. It's like a corn maze. Mm-hmm. Well, and being famous, I mean, you can't walk into Walmart by yourself without worry that somebody's going to recognize you. If you want to go to the little podunk taco joint down the street, <laughs> people are going to judge you if you're walking in there. So with that conversation, was that have anything to do with Minority Report or reading that book? Because that kind of reminds me a little bit of Minority Report, not necessarily with the privacy, but is it ethical to arrest somebody for a crime prior to the crime being committed just because it's predicted that they're going to do the crime? That, that's what that made me think of when you were talking about that. Yeah, well, um, it was for my science computer principles class. Okay. We do different things like little riddles and stuff like that. So, oh, that's cool. Okay, moving away from rich and famous, I've moved far away from there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, would you rather be granted three wishes of your choice ten years from today, or be granted one wish today? So, can my wish ten years from today to be to extend my life ten more years? And then I accept the rich and famous and reduce the time span from 10 years? Yeah, that works. That works. Um, I do three wishes in 10 years. Even though it would take me forever and I'm like, yes, it's this day, it's this day. I'd mark it down. If you think about it, I've been thinking for a while, oh my gosh, I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive, this and that. And I've had to mark that down. So basically it's not different in my opinion mm-hmm. I've had to do that before 10 años se pasan volando oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's 10 years goes flying goes by flying and that's true but that's I would say there's not many young kids that would have that same mentality there's a lot that want the instant reward from it but that's kind of a future planning hey wait for that that's like investing right you could have your thousand dollars today or you can invest it so that you can have two thousand three thousand later down the road with it being invested so like 10 years down the road investment mentality um but with wishes um 
I would have them in 10 years too. Because I want to know what it's gonna know then when it is right now. Because if I make a wish right now, I, didn't, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Because I wouldn't have the time to, <laughs> to do something important with my wish. The best part of um, waiting the 10 years is that I be like old enough and say, hey, I wish for like true love or I wish to have at least a little and bit of money. You cannot make anybody fall in love <laughs> yeah. with you. No. Not kill anybody. <laughs> no, not make anybody fall in love with me. I just like true love for me. Not like that the person is like, oh my gosh, I am in love with you now. No, like. I don't know how to explain it, even if I, like... But let me reread the question. So, would you rather be granted three three wishes of your choice ten years from today? Does that mean you get to make those three wishes ten years from today, or does it mean you make the wishes now to be granted in ten years? I want it now. I think now to be granted in ten years. Well, I would like... I would do that if they would give me a day or two to choose the wishes. Not right now. Because the problem with having a wish granted right now... That whole issue is you're thinking short term and you're thinking in the moment. Oh, I need this in the moment. You may be hungry and you waste your one wish on, on a, a burrito bowl of chili or a burrito or a taco, you know, just taco. So <laughs> you could waste that wish and then after you eat that taco, you're like, oh, dang it. Unless you wish, wish for an infinity taco because then you can eat it forever and ever and ever. It wouldn't go moldy because it's an infinity taco. <laughs> you shove it in a tupper, shove it in the fridge. You can keep it there for years. Doesn't a tupper turn anything into an infinity food? It's and that's true. how it is in our fridge. We put it in the fridge and it stays there for infinity. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was thinking what you were saying that in 10 years make your wishes. So you would have more time to think what you're going to say in 10 years. So maybe that's what I want. I would use my one wish to reduce the ten years of those three wishes. Now I think three years would be good because no three ten, ten years. years. Sorry, three wishes <laughs> in ten years. Because you could plan up to that point. You can make wishes that would be at the end of your goals. You're still working towards them, but especially as I get older and I get older towards retirement time, it's like putting money into a 401k or a IRA or something, right? I'm putting money in there so 10 years down the road or 20 whenever I retire, I could take it out. Well, that's what these wishes are. It's basically like an investment. Yes, it's a... Like, you can <laughs> have one now, plan. you can have one now, or you invest in it, and you get three later. It's like, yeah, I might as well do that. I mean, three wishes instead of one? Do you think, oh, right now I want one wish, right now I want this wish, right now I want this wish. But then you think about it, I can get more wishes in ten years when I, it's more needed for, like, paying bills or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I guess the other side you could think of is if you take that one wish and you 
wish for something that you could invest in over 10 years it may grow more to what three than what three wishes are but then you're relying on the economy and i don't expect that to really be <laughs> that, that's not a, a thing to trust because that fluctuates over time yeah so best to kind of see what it is at that time um but then i also wouldn't want to make my wish oh yeah in 10 years i want a million dollars so if 10 years ago I had wished for a million dollars in 10 years well that million dollars is now a lot less mm. so I try to make it not money focused or money oriented because you have no idea like where the economy right. fluctuates money fluctuates and so you don't know where that's gonna be so you'd kind of have to um, find some other way to word it than yeah. a specific dollar amount. Yeah, like invest, like the investment. I would like to invest this money, or I would like to have my barn <laughs> in ten years. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank and you I for to make to make a party. Thank you for using the Wish Investment Bank. How may I help you? Um, may I invest for in three years? I got. Not three years. Ten years, I have three wishes. Sure thing. Um, that will take you ten years. Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, what do you usually eat in the morning? Nothing. Just kidding. I don't really know. It yeah, fluctuates. Sort of <laughs> yeah. um, what do I eat? Lots of eggs. We eat a lot of eggs around Sometimes. here. Cottage cheese. I don't like eating too much in the morning. Yogurt. Mm-hmm. Cottage cheese. That's disgusting. Cottage cheese is delicious. You can put cottage cheese in just about anything. Yeah, at, you should, but you can. You can ask anyone, and certain people will say it's disgusting. Certain people will say it's good. It's like black Dutch black licorice. I like that. I like it so much, maybe because I am, but uh, and not licorice, part Dutch. <laughs> I, I am, am part. <laughs> <laughs> I am part Dutch, and I'm not gonna lie. I really like the solid black licorice, like the Dutch solid black licorice. But you might ask one of my friends, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is disgusting." This. And that. You might ask your mother, and she'll say, "Oh my gosh, this is disgusting." Yeah. Um. I'm getting into the regular black licorice, but not salted yet. Like you said, it fluctuates each day. Uh, it kind of depends on what we have around here. Sometimes waffles. we'll have yogurt or waffles. But kind of a consistent that we usually have in the house is eggs. So when we don't know what else to make, it's scrambled eggs or hard-boiled eggs or something like that. Quesadillas. Or quesadillas as well. When we have cheese and good tortillas in the house. Unlike but, that one time where I was going to see if there was anything to make a sandwich. I go to open the thing and in the bread place I find a thing of tortillas covered in green. That was green tortillas. No. No, not those ones. <laughs> they were those corn tortillas, but they had like green spots. It was it was 
Yeah. Because we go through times where it's like, okay, we're going to start stop eating too many carbs, so we're going to eat less bread, less pasta, less tortillas, and then the tortillas sit. And once they go bad, all of a sudden we give up on that. And, oh, let's have some more tortillas. Oh, wait, they're not good anymore. Yep, like our bread lasted like two, three weeks in that bread thing. And they still looked good, but... Didn't taste well? I don't know. I threw it away. Because <laughs> we don't eat that much bread. Unless it's Ranch at Market. <laughs> Mexican sweet bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's add to this. So not what do you usually eat in the morning. What is your favorite breakfast? What's your favorite thing to eat in the morning? French toast. My shakes. The things that I make. The my, the shakes that I make. The ice cream. The watermelon shake I've made. The banana one. Those are my favorite things. Plus French toast. <laughs> okay. I usually like your classic... I don't know, they call it like a country breakfast or whatever, with hash browns and eggs and bacon and sausage. And uh, One thing that was really delicious that was when we made the breakfast sandwiches. We used French toast as the bread for the sandwich. We had an egg on there, some bacon. Powdered sugar, some powdered syrup. Sugar on the top. That was, that that was delicious. Good. That was delicious. With like a sausage patty also in the middle. With some cheese. Mm-hmm. That was... That kind of encompasses all of ours, except for the shake. We need to now, next time, have a shake alongside that. Not any shake. Bastion's shake that he always special, makes. Special, special. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why am I the one being made fun of? <laughs> Would you rather lose an arm or a leg? Leg. Okay. Reason why... Is so in the future I want to do prosthetics, okay. And I would need both my arms for that. And if I had, if I lost a leg, I can go in a wheelchair for a little while till I start making prosthetics. And I'm not gonna lie, it may actually look good on my like um, business thing. I made my own prosthetic, so I guess <laughs> I gotta get my. Builder. I guess I better go and chop off my leg in a couple <laughs> years. I'm just kidding. No. Never. Never. Unless it's needed. Well, it doesn't matter because either one I lose, I could shorten my lifespan by 10 years and be rich enough to, <laughs> to buy a new one. No. Um, <laughs> that's not something to joke about with losing the no, it's leg not. arm. People have actually gone through that. It's a big ordeal. Um, personally... I would probably have to go with... Oh, that's hard. Probably leg as well. I do too much with my hands with typing and talking. Yes, I talk with my hands. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm very... Like you were doing right now? (laughs) Very physically verbal when it comes to my hands. Um... But I do so much with that. Um, it'd be hard not to be able to, not to get around the same way that I used to be able to. Or dance. Or dance, that's true. But. There's people that dance. Do that there are people. 
that is 100% true. Um, and there's people that do all these things without arms, too. But if I'm going off of what I'm used to and what I, um, what I think would be, I'm not going to say easy to adapt to, but the more likely or the thing I'd probably adapt to quickest would be the loss of a leg as opposed to the loss of an arm. And if I were to do my prosthetics thing, could help you there too. True. We're not planning on losing any of this. No, we're not planning on losing on it, losing on anything, losing anything. Because that would be sad. How about you, Mama? What would be your... Leg. Because I could find a way to still move around. And that would be really hard for me to... I mean, I don't know. There's this lady that lost her arm. And she's amazing. And she lives her life normal. And she has a baby and she carries the baby and still does feed the baby and everything. That's amazing. Yeah. And you, I guess people do adapt. Yeah, it's human nature. It's to adapt. If you think about it, it's basically animal instinct. If we all think about it, we are all animals. Humans are technically a type of animal on Earth. And different animals have different instincts. Like how there was these moths. These white moths. And they'd camouflage like perfectly with the sky. So they um, so predator, predators wouldn't be able to get them. These factories started to show up. The moths were not able to be... The moths were eaten. Soon enough, they had to adapt color. They turned into these white and black moths to use the bits of like ash and smoke that would come from there mm -hmm. to look like that. Then it happened again where the buildings were teared down because of that, and they had to adapt again. So adaptation is a natural part of life. Yeah, we did a project on this. We had to cut out moths of like different colors. And stick them in places that we couldn't find it. Like, people couldn't find them. You mean, like, so cut it could... out in paper, not cut yes. out the moth. Okay. <laughs> no, not cut out the moth. No, but we'd cut out, like, pieces of paper, then we'd write our names on the back. I remember that. If people would find it, they'd give you their your moth, mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, I found your moth. I was one of the people that was lucky enough that my moth was never found. Yeah, I was never able to find my mom. <laughs> you forgot where you put it? <laughs> I was that good at that. <laughs> yeah, I, going back to the arms and legs, yeah, I know I could adapt, but I love to cook, right? And yes, a lot of people who adapt can cook with one arm, but I'm so used to using both in the cooking that again, that's another thing that um, I think would be, I, I could adapt to it, but I I think it'd be harder for me to adapt than some of the others. All right, so are you a pessimist or an optimist? I'll answer this one. I used to tell people that I was pessimistically optimist. I was a pessimist, 
skeptical optimist by looking at all the bad and the possible bad outcomes I was more happy when the good outcome happened so therefore I created the optimism there because I was expecting <laughs> the pessimistic outcome to happen I would say both also sort of because anxiety-ish I think of all the bad things that could happen I could think of like a bunch of things it could be like most absurd thing in the world like let's say somebody was going on a walk mm -hmm. and it's like oh my gosh if they can get bit by a shark it's not gonna happen but that's what my brain thinks are they gonna get hit by this this is gonna happen to them is this gonna happen is this gonna happen I think of all these bad things I never think of the good that's gonna happen until like different time this is switching different times I'll think of like the good like oh wait this may be good for this um, there may be more benefits like this way and then my brain snaps and it's just like oh wait no this 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 so it's both so more pessimistic but answer me realistically <laughs> is this the reason you want to go into prosthetics to replace anybody's leg that gets bit off by a shark when they're out for a walk <laughs> <laughs> I could honestly say whenever I've gone for a walk out here in Utah which is pretty far from the ocean I'm not expecting to get bit by a shark I know that's my brain thinks though I mean we had a weird instance at school where somebody so it didn't happen to us but they saw on the security cameras the teachers so got bit by a shark? no Somebody drove up right next to the school, chucked a fish out the window, it landed on the floor, and they drove off. They couldn't tell who it was, but all they saw was a rotting fish the next morning. Well, then that person didn't read the whole parable about give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. He was just trying to feed somebody for a day. <laughs> no, I think he was trying to teach... Teach the fish, the fish the teacher, or something like that. I don't know how to explain that. It was a fishing attempt? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You had something to say, Mabel? Um, yeah. So I, um, one of those, well, I'm working at doing the opposite, but every time something good was going to happen, I would not think about it. I would not get excited. And I would not say anything because I would think, or I thought that if I said it and if it didn't happen, it's because I said it. Same here. And so that is always, or almost always the case. Now I'm trying to be like, okay, if it doesn't happen, it wasn't meant to be. I had to be more positive, but yeah, I would always be like, okay, I'm gonna go, for example, it was since I was little, right? I'm gonna go to Cancun. So we were so excited that we we're gonna go to Cancun and we get to the airport and it's like, oh, guess what? Your passport um, expired or whatever, or not Cancun or also that, I think that happened too when I was gonna go to New York. 
and I was like so excited because it was gonna be my first time going to New York. Yeah, that's when it was. And yep, my passport expired. But we could still go because at that time you could have like one more going out or something like that before you had to renew your passport. And, but it was so sad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think there has to be a balance with the pessimist and optimist, right? I know that even in our marriage, there's been a lot of times like we're going to go to Disneyland and like, I don't want to get excited about this because if I get excited, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, it's going to happen. We have the tickets, we have the plans, we have everything. <laughs> Let's just get excited about it. Yep. Um, but I think there's levels, right? So a pessimist, you may find a pessimist that's actually a very happy person because he's always expecting the worst, looking for that. And then when the good things happen, he's really happy about that. But then if they're on the far end of the pessimist, even when something good happens, he's like, well, when's the next bad thing going to happen to me? Doesn't that's me. Enjoy the good part. <laughs> But same with optimism. You have the optimism that even though as bad stuff happens to this optimist, they're still always looking at the bright side and then people are like, what in the world is wrong with that person? Uh, but then you, also, you have the optimists that tend to borderline struggle with things because they're expecting all these good things to happen. Oh yeah, I know this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and things don't happen. It's like, wait a minute, but I had... I knew that was going to happen. So, I think everybody has some form of pessimism and optimism about them. Um, being too far one side or the other side, I think, is a problem. But I, that's why you used to always say it. I find optimism and pessimism, or pessimistical optimist, because as I see the outcome... I know there's good and bad, but as I'm like, okay, I'm not going to expect the worst, but I'll expect somewhere in the middle ground instead of the highest. When something comes out that it's higher than expected, I'm happy about it. Yeah. But if it doesn't come out the, the top, then I'm not as upset. Yeah, I... This is... An example of something that's happened to me when I was like happy and I knew something was bad was like gonna happen after I said something. Sixth grade opera. <laughs> oh yeah. I was gonna go to the opera with my school. They only allowed a certain amount yeah, of Yeah, certain people right? that had like good grades and the teacher thought was a good person in class. I was surprised that I got chosen i knew i was going to but i had messed up one day and i'm like oh man i'm not gonna get chosen but i still did i'm like yay i'm gonna go to the opera it was just a week of like i thought it was like a week away and we start getting closer to the days the day before we're gonna go hey um so there's been this virus and it and we can't go because there's a chance and it's been sighted, seen inside of the opera that people were getting sick, so we cannot go and watch the opera. And I'm like, ugh. And this is 
Just the start of it. And that was right before... Right before COVID happened. We had... So there's this... Sorry if you're listening to this. There's this dumb person in our class. It's like always wrong, making theories of, oh my gosh, the world is going to end today. Um, you guys are all dumb because you don't think this. And we're like, um, seriously, you're really weird, dude. And all of a sudden he's like, guess what the teachers are talking about? Um, going to do, um, school online because of this COVID virus. We didn't believe him. <laughs> well, neither did I. So that conversation came up at work and it was, I heard these schools are going to be shutting down and companies are going to be working from home. And I was like, eh, we went through the bird flu. We went through this other stuff. It's just, they're just talking about it and nothing's going to happen. No way are they going to shut schools down. What are they going to do with all the kids? Well, a week later, get notified from my kid's school. Yeah, your kids are going to finish school online. And then we had to drive past the school building because um, we had to grab our graduation stuff. <laughs> right? It was your last day of sixth mm -hmm. grade. And the teachers were wearing masks. Like, we had an entire slideshow about it. The teachers were wearing masks as we drive by. And they'd give out these bags as they'd hold out. Like, they hold out these bags full of, like, our stuff that we left in the classroom. Because we were <laughs> okay. never getting that back <laughs> if we if that didn't happen. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's so great to see you again. It's been a little while ever since the quarantine. And have fun in junior high. You're, you're, you had a drive through graduation. Mm-hmm. It's like drive through um, food pickup lines over here. Not pickup lines, but like drive through lines. <laughs> How you doing? I'm just kidding. <laughs> drive through lines are giving you your bags of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was yeah, sad. So I had a pair of glasses, though, that's like official to the school, which makes me kind of sad because part of it's wearing off. But it was quarantine 2020 glasses. <laughs> It, it was funny. That's true. I remember those bags. They were garbage bags because they couldn't even touch your stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it was like... I don't remember what type of bags they were. They were like these weird bags. Like the Trader Joe bags. Uh-huh. I think, but like the paper Trader Joe bags. That's what... I well, that was, was also the year that... You finally got a speaking part in a play in elementary school. Ah! I finally have, even though it was like one line. I finally was got three. a speaking part. I'm jungle creature number three. Four. Or number four. And that play didn't happen. And it was the only year that me and my brother would have been able to go. Do a like, play together. In the same like grade. Not same grade, but like same. Play. School. Yeah, none of you guys have had a chance to do plays in the same school. Nope. The timing just works against it. It's sad. But, yeah. All right. So, optimism and pessimism. So, that's a an example of you were on the optimistic side. You were cloud nine about your play. You were cloud nine about your opera. opera. And you just got slapped in the face with a fish that the guy threw out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and 
basically that optimism betrayed you. Mm-hmm. So if you take anything away from this, don't be an optimist. It will betray you. That's pessimistic. <laughs> um, anyway. Optimistical pessimism. Wait. Oh my gosh. I have a slight thing. I think I know who bring the fish. It was White Tesla Man. There's this entire story. We'll, we'll save that for later. Speeding through the... There was this... Through carpool. That yeah. Way. But we'll just leave that story for another time. <laughs> Alright, we appreciate you joining us today. We appreciate Mabel joining us Thank today. you for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> and remember, whether you're optimistic or pessimistic either one you can still follow this podcast you can still listen to it still give us the feedback and you can still be betrayed <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time bye <laughs>